And it's now time for our uh, Monday morning conversation. We love bringing in our aviation analyst, Jay Ratliff, is now with us on the phones. Good morning, Jay. How are you, man? I'm glad I wasn't invited to the ghost pepper. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was very. It, it was it was uh, it was a moment for sure. <laughs> it, it reminds me of Dumb and Dumber. Oh, it's just tingly. <laughs> yes. That's a good way of describing it. Uh, yeah, I, I could not talk for uh, for about a, an hour after that, but uh, we we recovered and we're we're good now. Uh, Jay, a lot of uh, aviation stories to get to, uh, and you called this uh, what, two weeks ago when we talked to you about what United Airlines was going to do, uh, their new boarding procedure, and you called it. You said this is not going to work. We are now hearing from some passengers saying. Yeah, we don't really like this. It's it's called the new and improved boarding process. It's going to save uh, United two to three minutes of flight on the turn. And they say all we have to do is board the window seats first, the middle seats second, and then the aisle people third, and hey, here we go. But now we have passengers starting to push back. Because, look, we've got families that are sitting together in the same row. Some of them are being asked to board separately. That's really smart. Then you've got aisle passengers who've paid more for their seat because it's a premium seat than the two people seated next to them. And they're saying, look, I don't like being told I'm going to board last. You've even got United Airline agents in the country that are complaining that the new process is a bad idea. But we knew it was going to be a bad idea. And it, it wasn't me being a genius to say that. It was the fact that United tried this very thing in 2017 with five test cities. And it failed miserably. Now you've got some bean counter and some office in United headquarters that says, you know what would be a good idea? Let's do it this way. With no real, I, I guarantee you, whoever launched this has never worked a day in their life at a gate in any airport anywhere in the world ever. <laughs> because when you see how passengers board, you have these poor aisle people that board last in this new and improved process. And all the overhead storage departments are taken. And they're being asked, what am I supposed to do with this bag? Oh, don't worry. You're in row 12. We have room in row 27. We'll put your bag back there. Uh, no. Well, well, we'll check it, and then you can pick it up at baggage claim, you know, 38 minutes after you get to baggage claim. No, that's why I carried my bag to begin with. So I, I don't know if United's going to listen or if they think it's going to get better, but it's a train wreck. And, uh, yeah, thank you for doing this right before Thanksgiving. This should be a lot of fun. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, a lot of people are going to be traveling over the next couple of months because of holidays. It's, oh, my oh, goodness. Yeah. Tell that family of six they got to board. Sorry, Junior, I know you're six, but you have to board first. Suck it up and go. Yeah, I mean, there's just no way. It's just it's a ridiculous, ridiculous thing. But this seems to be the time for it. Delta came out, changed their frequent flyer program. So did Frontier. Both of those passenger groups are pushing back. Now United's getting in on the party. So, uh, yeah, it's kind of like, what can we really do to tick people off? Oh, I know. Yikes. Jay Radliff is our aviation analyst uh, joining us here on the WPTF Morning Show. Jay, another story I want to ask you about from over the weekend. Uh, tell me more about this passenger on Air Canada that was forced to crawl off a plane. What, what is that all about? Unreal. This is a guy that flew from Vancouver to Las Vegas. He's on Air Canada. The flight lands in Vegas. And upon arrival, the man who has no use of his legs was told, look, we don't have one of those skinny aisle chairs that we push down the aisle to get you off the plane. 
So, but we do have a bigger wheelchair up front. So, we you need to get up there. And the passenger laughs and says, "So, what do you mean to crawl off the airplane?" And the agent said, "Yes." So this guy's in row twelve. He actually gets into that dirty floor, crawls to the front of the plane. He's hurting. It's embarrassing. It's humiliating. And then they help him with some pain to get off the floor into the larger wheelchair that's, you know, at the front of the plane that uh, was too big to come down the aisle. And uh, now it's been a few weeks since this happened, but now the story's gone viral. And Air Canada and the Las Vegas agents are being pressed for answers, saying, what 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 were you even thinking here? Right. To ask somebody to crawl off of an airplane. But there's so much pressure on agents to turn that airplane around that if you have somebody on board an airplane, they're in the way, and you need to get them off. And a lot of times, common sense and human decency seem to fly right out the window. And it's a matter of, well, now you're trespassing. You need to get off my plane. I, I mean, when you have people that are talking to passengers that way, that physically can't get off the airplane, you're in the wrong business. But it also just goes to show that, you know, passengers these days are treated like, you know, garbage. I mean, it's 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 ridiculous. And, of course, the Federal Aviation Administration, and I know the Department of Transportation is going to step in here. I suspect there'll be a nice, sizable fine for Air Canada. But, look, Air Canada is also the airline. They have a, a, a lady that is in charge of... Um, passengers traveling with disabilities, it's it's a, an entirely separate department at Air Canada. She has disabilities herself where she has to travel with a wheelchair. And the whole idea is let's make sure that we provide incredible customer service for passengers with these special needs. She flew Air Canada a couple weeks ago. They forgot to load her wheelchair. No. So I'm thinking Air Canada has all kinds of problems, and I don't know how long it's going to take get things turned around. I mean, I, I, I would not have wanted to have been the people that left the, the director's chair, wheelchair off of the flight she was on. I feel like someone might get fired at, after all this. I think several people yeah. should have. But, yeah. you know, and of course, these days, you have such a thin bench that sadly, a lot of times you put up with more garbage than you should because it's so hard to hire people to take over some of these positions. And it shouldn't be that way, but it is. And I think the only airline that's scaling back right now is Spirit. They reported a loss. They, they're, they're having some real issues there. And uh, I think they've paused their pilots in flight attendant hiring and training uh, because they see a softness coming as far as the future demand for travel. And they're kind of hurting right now. So, mm. yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see which way the industry is going to turn. But you just feel for this poor guy that had to crawl off of a plane. And I'm sure there's going to be a lawsuit. Uh, some attorney's going to get a hold of him and say, look, let's make him pay, set an example, blah, blah, blah. And if he's physically been injured in this, yeah, that's, you have two week, two years in the United States to file this kind of a lawsuit. And I suspect long before that two-year uh, date approaches, there's going to be something somewhere. If Air Canada doesn't stop in and step in and say, look, let's try to you know, solve this so that we can uh, get it addressed. But just a sad, sad story that just makes you mad. Jay, we got about 30 seconds left for anyone f- uh, flying out of RDU today and heading to other parts of the country. Any any delays, any parts of the uh, U.S. where we might run into some trouble? Yes. Dallas, Houston, Philly, New York, and Boston. Those hubs are going to see some significant weather delays that could easily exceed an hour. So as we kick off a busy travel week, it's going to be a slow go for sure. Mm. Jay Ratliff, our aviation analyst. Thanks so much, Jay.
My pleasure.